This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to Hafta. On a week where Vande Matram was heard all over the place. Um, we had a rendition of it that went viral and then Atul and I have tried to do a, a rendition to make sure that people remember the original but more on that later. News Laundry apna hafta aur angrez apna lagaan kabhi nahi chhodte. When the public pays, the public is served. When advertisers pay, advertisers are served. Do subscribe to News Laundry, pay to keep news free. And for those of you who are listening to NL Chota Hafta for free, Mufat Khoro, thoda karlo yar, subscribe. Hain? Paise lagte hain, rent mein, cameras mein, mic mein, sab mein. So, I also have a quick announcement to make after the series on global development summits that many of you may have heard, which was a podcast series. With our consulting editor Birat Swain, she's back with us with a dedicated series on early childhood development. It's called Childhood Matters, so you can hashtag Childhood Matters because everything's about hashtags these days. Over the next one year, she'll be hosting shows, writing uh, you know opinion pieces, and reporting on early childhood issues and why we should care, why it's an important aspect of a country's development. She'd be uh, reporting from India and overseas. Uh, she has won the prestigious fellowship from the International Center for Journalism, ICJ, Washington, D.C., to do this exclusively for news laundries. That's right. We backed her application and she won the fellowship. So thank you, dear subscribers and readers, for your support. It's as much your winning the fellowship as it is hers. So do check out Childhood Matters. We've done two discussions so far. We did Facebook Lives with eminent experts, activists, and even a Supreme Court commissioner. So tweet it, share it, and uh, write in and, you know, let us know your views on our series Childhood Matters. Let me introduce the panel today. Uh, I'll tell you the two people who aren't here. Anand Ranganath is in Agra. He's traveling all over the place these days. He's much in demand. Uh, we have Anand Vardhan here. Hi, Anand. Hello. How was your Chhat Puja week? Uh, it's fine. What okay. did you do? I mean, I visited Ghats. Visited? Ghat? There's a Ghat uh, near Wajirabad, Yamuna Ghat. तो पानी अच्छा है वहां यमुना से तो अच्छा ही होगा यमुना घाट ही है अच्छा यमुना घाट ही है अच्छा एंटर है पॉइंट तो शायद ठीक मे बी नॉट सो बैड मतलब ठीक तो नहीं मतलब ओके इटली बेटर देन नोएडा क्यों बेटर देन नोएडा बेटर देन नोएडा तो ठीक है उस साइड वी हैव अतुल चौरसिया आवर वेरी ओन एग्जीक्यूटिव एडिटर आईटर इन चीफ मधु त्रेहन हाय मधु हेलो एंड मनीषा इज नॉट हियर शी इज इन मूर्थल kind of there's a third trip to murthal those of you who've been following our nl sena series know that has taken the longest because so many dead ends so many leads that may have you know led to a victim and that just leads nowhere so that entire mystery whether any rapes took place in murthal or not is what manisha has been trying to uncover for the longest time she should hopefully be back in the next day or two and next week we should hopefully have that nl sena story up for you thank you all for supporting it and joining us is uh ts sudhir he uh, many of you are already familiar with him he's joined us on hafta earlier he's a scholar from cardiff he's worked on print digital broadcast uh he is a satirist as well actually and a writer he's written a book on sania nehwal her biography sania nehwal sania sorry okay i'm mixing up my sinas okay so he's consulting editor with india today and he writes for hafpo first post scroll and news laundry so i'll quickly go over all that we have to discuss today uh, journalist vinod verma arrested for the alleged extortion bid 
He says he's being framed because he has a sex CD of the minister. Hardik Patel's mm. ultimatum to Congress take a stand on the Patidar mm. quota before third November or face the opposition in Gujarat. And Congress quickly has backed the Patidar uh, agitation and wants an EWS quota. That's the economically weaker section. An IPS officer caught cheating in UPSC exam. I know Anand has lots to say on that. He's written a piece on that, which is up. Then the Vande Matram singing <laughs> is a separate story, which we will discuss. There's Uske a Kerala. Hai to hasi aa jati hai. Ah, that is too Virod funny. Mehta ne kaha tha ki duniya mein aat, saat, aat ke original chutkale hain. Aur baaki sab remake hain. Baaki sab parody hai. Ye nova hai, mere khayal se. और ये अकेला है जिसके अंदर इतनी पोटेंशियल है कि आप चार दिन बाद तक भी उतना ही हंस सकते हैं उसको व्हाट सरप्राइज मी कि वर्ड्स तो जंबल हो सकते हैं पर उसको ट्यून भी नहीं मालूम ही स्टार्टेड जस्ट रिसाइटिंग द वर्ड्स लाइक अ पोएम मे बी नो द ट्यून Sudhir, what How is? How do you not know the tune? The tune you no, have to no, know. No, maybe he doesn't know how to sing it. Na, maybe he's tone deaf. Sudhir, what is the status of Vande Matram singing in the south? Well, I don't think it's really so much of an issue. I mean, I I find it extremely funny the manner in which every anchor is asking every other guest to sing Vande Matram in the studio. That yeah, has exactly. That's the latest way of hitting TRP. So after that one particular video, I think on ZTV. Went viral. Yeah, Z Urdu. So, Z Salam. Yesterday you had Nidhir Azan doing the same on NDTV. Yes. Uh, And that too so, was wrong. I, I don't really think it's too much of an issue, frankly, in South. I don't find uh, either the South Indian channels talking about it or even the newspaper space really talking much about it. Okay. Then uh, there's the government. setting a record on their food festival they're doing this food festival to popularize indian cuisine which in any case is popular enough i have an indian cuisine story and they want to cook khichdi which no they want to make khichdi the national dish no i don't know if they want to make it the national dish that was what z reported uh-huh. but the minister harsimran kaur has said uh, we are not making it the national dish we are holding a food festival to make i i vote for rajma chawal as national dish all the kids when they coming home from school and college kya banao rajma chawal that's cuz you're punjabi na yeah. Yeah. Punjab, sudhir won't agree with punjabi you punjabi <laughs> sudhir would rajma chawal uh, be your acceptable national dish for our friends in brothers fact, i saw quite a few people talking about making opa the national dish but frankly speaking i always wonder when something much more serious is happening there will be some kind of a innocuous topic which will creep in ah, and occupy God. the timelines and the rundowns I, i almost find this as a conspiracy happening almost every other time are you are you i'm making this as a comment as in jest or do you think there is some possibility of that no, actually obviously there cannot be a conspiracy but it it, it it almost seems to be a pattern to it i wouldn't be surprised i wouldn't be surprised if there is a I conspiracy i mean suddenly out of the blue where did this whole thing of an it's almost seems like another unesco story frankly to me right uh, then there is uh, the gujarat election ad campaign which we will also discuss but uh, and the ease of doing business rankings india's rank i have a few things to say about that but um in uh telangana sudhir working president revanth reddy joins the congress how big a deal is that and if so quite why a, quite a big deal in fact are we already recording or uh, yes we, we are, are yes we are recording oh, we are. okay okay quite a big deal in fact um, revanth uh, reddy's uh, joining the congress is actually uh, kind of given it a huge amount of impetus to the congress which was essentially being seen in moribund state for the past 3 years with several of its leaders uh, going and joining the telangana rashtra samiti the tdp in any case is almost as good as a dead party in telangana because 
even if you look at just the number of MLAs, out of the 15 MLAs, hmm. 12 had already joined the TRS. Of course, in trickles, like one MLA, two MLAs joining, and none of them came under the anti-defection law. In fact, one of them is in fact also a minister in the KCR cabinet. So, okay. I mean, that's a different story. Now, Ravanth is the 13th uh, MLA to quit the TDP. So, TDP on paper has only two MLAs left in uh, Telangana. So, the party is as, as good as dead. Ravanth Reddy is seen as one a young leader. Is seen as someone who is a good orator, uh, who is daring enough to take on KCR. And the Congress really needed someone like a Ravanth Reddy to uh, kind of inspire, motivate, rejuvenate the party in that sense. Otherwise, the, the Congress be, was what dead the in Telangana. Now many people would actually look to jump because whoever is not happy with Ravanth's entry into the Congress. No, so are you saying that Congress otherwise was kind of dead in Telangana? It had no. See, Congress is a party in Telangana which has more leaders than workers on the ground. I see. Okay. Uh, also, there were there was this impression that many of them are Trojan horses in some kind of business deals with the ruling party. So they would they were not really that loyal in that sense to the Congress party. Number two, and more importantly, from the community point of view, the Reddies in Telangana, who have always been the backbone of the Congress in the United Andhra Pradesh, were feeling left out in the last three years because now it was another community, not the Reddy community, which was really calling the shots. So this is, in a sense, also the Reddy community, the politically influential Reddy community, coming together uh, by getting Ravanth also in, so that the consolidation of Reddy votes takes place. So the Reddy. Plus BC plus Dalit kind of electoral arithmetic is what they would be looking to work out in Telangana. I see. So, um, so it seems Rahul Gandhi is doing all sorts of things all over the country. Suddenly, yeah, he is doing like Mohito. I was going to say what is it called? Akido, Akido. क्या कहते हैं उसको Akido, हाँ Akido. Telangana में he is smiling with Rivanth Reddy. Um, so, do you think uh, Atul, this new they have a, this new PR gig happening? I mean, it's too yeah. sudden. His yeah, अचानक से एक मतलब कुछ अभी बहुत official कहीं से information तो नहीं है कि कौन इसके पीछे या कोई PR agency है. पर एक दो चीजें हैं जैसे दिव्या स्पंदना ने join किया है रामया दो south की film actress भी रही हैं. She's a star. हाँ तो वो एक ज्वाइन किया है उनके आईटी सेल को कांग्रेस के तो उससे एक बड़ा उसके बाद से काफ़ी चेंजेस दिखे हैं सडनली अचानक से राहुल गांधी हर जगह दिखने लगे हैं मतलब वो गुजरात के इलेक्शन कैंपेन में भी हैं आज रायबरेली जो उनकी सोनिया गांधी कॉन्स्टिट्युएंसी है वहाँ पे सुबह सुबह अचानक से पहुँच जाना तो सडनली जो राहुल के बारे में एक परसेप्शन वो था गांधी की एनिवर्सरी इंदिरा गांधी इंदिरा गांधी की एनिवर्सरी तो अचानक से वो जो परसेप्शन था कि इज रिलेक्टेंट पॉलिटिशियन वो अचानक से बदल रहा है कि ही इज इन्वॉल्व इन एवरीथिंग वर्मा तो वॉट यू थिंक इट्स इट्स टू मच ऑफ अ कोइंसिडेंस दिस इज ऑब्वियसली एन ऑर्केस्ट्रेटेड इमेज बिल्डिंग थिंग और No, I think there'd always been an orchestrated image building thing, even earlier. It wasn't, wasn't working. It wasn't working. <laughs> it was just the wrong image being built, and it was kind of confused. Obviously, somebody new has come in and given him a, probably an Excel sheet and a plan. because that is something i would imagine that rahul gandhi would respond to that is somebody just says idhar karo udhar karo change your way of inter- being interviewed if you are interviewed by arunab goswami your answers should all bring him back to your subject even if he asks you about whatever politics or narendra modi you bring it back to women's empowerment which he made a fool of himself sticking to that hmm. obviously somebody has now uh, put something forward which he relates to and that's why i think he's it's uh, 
we're seeing something change, something happen. I wouldn't give it too much credence or too much. Um, I don't have that much attention, f- faith in it. Yeah, I don't have that much faith uh, in his um, ability to think on his feet, because he is unless he's changed completely. And people do change, so we can wait and see what happens. But a man who doesn't know how to react, a politician who doesn't know how to react, that he's going to go and expose the demonetization by going and standing in a line and the bank and the people over there, the BJP workers are smarter than him and they put the line inside the bank and he starts crying. Now, a politician who thinks on his feet will be able to turn that into a situation to advantage. But which, obviously he didn't. Which, so now with his... Uh, that dog PD I don't know if it's PD or PD Piddi 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 hai ki PD is it main to Piddi samajh raha si matlab hindi mein to Piddi logo ne chala diya I would call it PD because it's dynasty <laughs> so acha <laughs> PD agli oh. PD he should call it PD but coming uh, to uh, since we have Sudhir for a short time I just want to ask him a question related to the south um, Sudhir I was in um, uh, listening to a lecture by Ramachandra Guha uh, night, night before last and one of the things he brought up was that the language issue in the south that if Hindi is going to be foisted on the south it could mean a complete divide he actually mentioned that there there would be two indias north india and south india which is what nehru did in the six, in the early 60s uh he announced hindi as a national language and yes. at that time people were immolating themselves and were dying for it and there were riots all over uh, the south and people were actually talking a s- separated india of north and south and ramachandra guha brought it up again on this language issue and he suggested that the government tread very cautiously on this what are your views on that well yes uh, to an extent when he says south the anti hindi agitation was limited basically to tamil nadu in the mid 60s but uh, there is a point which is why you are seeing a lot of uh, uh, regional flavor being given uh, probably with the iron elections in karnataka specifically and this factor would be much more in a state like tamil nadu which is why the maximum number of protests when some of those uh, um, signs uh, on the national highways were painted in hindi uh, uh, there were protests by tamil nadu politicians especially from the dmk Correct. it would also be to an extent in kerala uh, perhaps not so much in a city like hyderabad where hindi is also uh, considered one of the languages which is spoken hindi urdu telugu in that sense but definitely not in Tamil Nadu, Kerala and Bang- uh, Karnataka to that extent. But so in some parts of Karnataka... It becomes they... an issue because it's also seen, especially in a state like Tamil Nadu, as some kind of a dominance by uh, the uh, Northern Belt, the Cow Belt, the Hindi-speaking Belt, which is why the BJP finds it very difficult to really make a foray and make an impact in a state like Tamil Nadu because it's seen as a Hindi-speaking party, essentially. Also, Sudhir, you think the parties in Kerala or even in Tamil Nadu uh, are using this as a hand like the, the BJP has given it to them. They are fighting nationalism with regionalism because nationalism is a very effective political tool. And Absolutely. I mean, it is BJP's version of nationalism, whereas the nationalism, as we see in states like Tamil Nadu and Kerala, is the regional variant of nationalism, where they wear their regional identity much more proudly on their sleeve, which is why the BJP is not able to make it then. Uh, one of the reasons why the BJP's entire foray into Kerala, which was led by Amit Shah, was not a success, in fact, much more of a flop 
show it was uh, because the BJP was going there, almost telling the people of Kerala that you people are backward because you have invested in the Congress and the left parties. It's almost like getting into someone's house and telling them that your entire house is dirty because you have not invested in the right housekeeping agency. Now, that that kind of hurt the Malayali pride uh, uh, to a large extent, and the and the BJP by doing that was seen as the outsider which was coming in and telling them what's wrong with their land. That is essentially what's wrong with the BJP's whole approach in both Tamil Nadu and Kerala to a large extent, where it is still seen as an outsider kind of a party. Is that that? Uh, one small point I wanted to just make for the other thing. It, one one uh, characteristic that I see in this Rahul Gandhi 2.0, if we may call him, hmm. is that he's only focusing on states where the Congress has probably some kind of a chance of success. Karnataka, Telangana, he's not going to Andhra Pradesh where his party has been reduced to zero. He's not focusing so much on Tamil Nadu either. He's focusing only on states where I say Rajasthan, Gujarat, of course, because there are elections where the Congress may have some kind of a fighting chance and not really spending his energies in states where the party really doesn't have which, much Which may be a smart idea because first he has to revive himself before he can revive the party. But uh, thanks, mm. you. I know you have to run. Sudhir, thank you for joining us. We started a little late. Hopefully next time we can thank have you, you so for much. longer. Thank you. So that was T.S. Sudhir. We will continue this discussion with the four of us. Anand, what is your view? On what? On both these. One is on the South India foray of the BJP. You think fighting nationalism with regional nationalism or, or ethnicity uh, is is something that is, is kind of up. They've like shot themselves in the foot uh, and be on Rahul 5, 2.0, 5.0. Mm. Okay, you can just collect your thoughts on these. opening record. opening record? Construction of nationalism in India was uh, always uh, a Western implant because uh, nationalism as an idea in India was uh, as Western as democracy. Hmm. or uh, liberal rights or something because uh, the nation states as they rose in 19th century Europe now they rose in uh, far simpler societies which had a glue of one ethnicity one language not as complex societies as India's and uh, Indian Nationalism has uh, will for a very very long time be a project in making means a work in progress. So that's what. Uh, they, so, uh, but they, yet it's effective in its in its um, usage in elections. Even though it's a concept which you're saying is not inherent. No, those subnationalism is uh, uh, more effective in pockets. The subnationalist currents. So, uh, you see, uh, now language, for example, in South India, now language is uh, even uh, a greater glue than religion. We found out that in Jinnah's flawed two-nation theory, when mm. Bangladeshis preferred uh, their affinity to Bangla language and not uh, Islam as a religion. Mm. So the lingual affinity, lingual identity is, uh, uh, would continue to be a greater pulling factor than an abstract idea like uh, a geographical area called nation-state. So That's interesting. So what do you think, Madhu, on that I, thesis? I, yeah, I agree. But... You know, what you said about Pakistan, it's interesting. I have a quick anecdote when I had gone to Pakistan and I was quite um, taken aback by the unselfconsciousness of it where 
this you know uh, girl said i'm kashmiri and she didn't say it with any sense of defiance like you know here back when i was in college if someone said i don't consider myself indian i'm manipuri you know that time there was oh, it was you were saying i dare you to challenge me or even if kashmiri says there it wasn't so much a challenge uh, it was just very matter of fact so and then they said they said yeah, i'm sindhi first then i'm pakistani no, but i'm then punjabi you, first then i'm pakistani and take, i was surprised at how chill they are about that it's it's not an act of but defiance. the language thing gets a little confused when punjabis in lahore speak the same punjabi as in amritsar and pretty much hmm. yeah of course and uh, so you know the Pun- and the sindhi language also hmm. is the same so you know we yeah, were not divided by language at that time we were divided by religion yeah, but, but although yeah. the nationalism has sorry atul you can just comment i i think what while it's not working in kerala i think the reasons it isn't working is different but as a concept i would say modi's rise is completely on the bank of on the back of nationalism i mean that is what his rise is all about it's not just hindutva it's actually nationalism i think hindutva is kind of taken a side seat in the last two years it's not the thrust of things let's see as the election, elections get clo- the you know elections get closer perhaps they'll revive it in some sense Mm. but i think modi's also realized that it's not the ticket at this time right now you can see that in the government they're extremely concerned about delivering on the eco- uh, economy mm. and jobs and that was what arun jetley's press conference was about basically reassuring the populace that we are putting money in in infrastructure and jobs so the, i think they are i, I don't think Uh, they are as arrogant as the congress was before the elections where they thought that if we do all these schemes and instead of uh, 10 uh, gas cylinders you'll get 12 gas cylinders and they thought narega and everything would get them a, a victory which is what how they came in last time which was a surprise to them themselves mm. so they thought they could repeat there and as chidambaram said that we mistook the population's wish as we th- they were aspirational whereas we were we were on i forget the word he actually used uh, was basically like charity i mean although i i think the bjp is mo- as much if not more arrogant than them i i don't think they have any sense of i mean the hubris has hit them just as much as it hit the others i agree but you see the point is that they still despite their arrogance and hubris and everything that you see amongst ministers and all actually personally i see less of it all right it's there it is there but i i do see less of it but what the congress did was they they got out of touch these people are not out of touch when they know that people are upset and angry with them on gst and demonetization they they're not they might be publicly saying it was a success but they also know that they're there concerned. is a huge populace that's really angry with them and especially the small traders in the business communities which the stories that i hear from small traders is that one woman who is doing business in delhi and jaipur she has to she has to create a separate gst for for various each offices day, and is very cumbersome so she's just decided to close down in delhi and focus on in rajasthan so these are things which they are aware of they're not going to admit it and i think that they're putting in the bandages to fix the image as well as hope for them hopefully fix the problems but 
what I'm saying is that the Congress was not in touch. These people are in touch and they know they're in trouble. Atul, Anand Ji, what I said was that the problem of language is that always, after our freedom, there is a big issue of language. There is no ethnicity or there is no ethnicity. There is no ethnicity in all the states. And there is also a formula अपनी अपनी लैंग्वेज को अगर प्रायोरिटी नहीं मिलेगी वहां पे तो प्रॉब्लम आनी ही आनी है उसमें भी एक चीज एक चीज तो मानना पड़ेगा कि 80% से ज्यादा लोगों की कनेक्टिंग लैंग्वेज तो रही है बहुत डीप साउथ छोड़ दिया जाए तो हिंदी समझने वाले लोग ऑलमोस्ट हर जगह अवेलेबल थे इसमें एक गड़बड़ी जो नॉर्थ इंडिया की तरफ से हुई है वो बड़ी गड़बड़ी है और उसको बहुत सिस्टमेटिकली किया गया शुरुआत में ही वो ये था कि त्रिभाषा फार्मूला के नाम पे जो जो रचा गया उसमें ये बात हम लोग एक बार हिंदी दिवस पे भी डिस्कस कर रहे थे वो चीज हमेशा से उत्तर भारत में त्रिभाषा फार्मूले के नाम पे जो तीसरी भाषा थी उसके नाम पे संस्कृत को हमेशा बढ़ाया गया और पूरी नॉर्थ इंडिया के स्कूलों में तीसरी भाषा के नाम पे संस्कृत का को थोप कर बाकी जो भाषाएं थी जो जो लोगों को आपस में घुलने मिलने का मौका देती सपोज कि लोग कन्नड़ा पढ़ रहे हैं लोग मलयालम पढ़ रहे हैं लोग तमिल पढ़ रहे हैं नॉर्थ इंडिया के स्कूलों में तो केवल वो पढ़ने से ही भाषा नहीं बनती द बिगेस्ट मिस्टेक दैट आई मेड एंड ऑफकोर्स माई मदर फोस्ट मी वॉज टू टेक संस्कृत एज माई थर्ड लैंग्वेज Yeah, the way it was taught, that was as coming to the way Sanskrit is taught, is so boring that if you see the way English and Hindi are taught in today's schools, it's taught very differently. Mother, and I think we need to revamp the 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 method of teaching Sanskrit. No, but even if it was taught in English, you just can't keep learning it? grammar. But it's not a language of exchange, mm, no. No, but even then, if you are if you're if within the all I did was learn vocabulary and gra- grammatical. you know much like french but then you have to you have to put it into stories you have to put it in readable books so that it becomes a language that you can actually use was i was it ever that language that's it, the question no but it doesn't matter it can become like that because if it if it enables young people to be act, to actually read the scriptures they will not be fooled by any pandit making up stories and new rules yeah. mm. or like, propagating like the <laughs> मनुस्मृति <laughs> which i follow gandhi ji in that he said burn it uh. so baat khatam so for me that's it but i think that definitely sanskrit could be an extremely empowering uh, language to learn anand what did you learn and, and what, also i just want to add one thing that i i would like people all of your views on uh, the delhi government's announcement that they're going to be switching to teaching english medium teach in their schools they will be taught in english medium from yeah. the, from government they're school. going to now transition I, to that main usme complete kar deta hu bas khali ki usse ek badi historical opportunity miss kar diya hum logon ne ki south india se suppose wo teachers aate wahan se us un languages ke to jo society ka aapas mein social integration jo hota integration wo hum logon ne miss kar diya aur 
उसके बाद हिंदी ही डोमिनेंस भाषा रह गई नॉर्थ की और वो फिर हमेशा इम्पोजिंग उसमें के रूप में साउथ में देखी जाती है तो नॉर्थ साउथ वेस्ट में हमने मिस किया कश्मीरी में मिस कश्मीर में मिस किया बिकॉज ऑफ थ्री सेवेंटी टू इंटीग्रेट एंड नॉर्थ ईस्ट में मिस किया टू इंटीग्रेट विद नेहरूज पॉलिसीज ऑफ बिनाइन निगलेक्ट एंड साउथ में आनंद इन नॉर्थ इंडिया ऑल्सो देर इज concept of social distance because of the loss of uh, a bilingual e- elite so uh, the kind of reverence or kind of respect uh, say a tamil speaking telugu speaking or even in east india bengali speaking people have for their language we don't find it in the hindi uh, heartland elite why is that uh, social distance because english was the lubricant for social mo- mobility and as soon as you climbed up that l- ladder you you you, you you used hindi only to communicate with your drivers and uh, hmm. uh, maids and something so there is uh, so in the north indian elite there was a social distance so l- leave alone three languages they were not good enough for even two languages sure. so uh, Uh, so uh, lang- uh, if they had to learn a new language they would have opted french german but not say uh, so hindi ke prati hi samman nahi tha to fir telugu aur ye tamil ke prati kya no but you know mother what is about sanskrit that i i mean having learned sanskrit for what four or five years of my life and got me nowhere and i am no wiser about anything other than doing the you know shabd roop and ram 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 all that rato and just, मीडियम आम आदमी एक्सचेंज Sanskrit was a device for the Brahmin to establish his superiority. I know this. You need not know it. So, a language that has never been a popular language. What do you want to do with it? I mean, had no, I learned Spanish, I could just say, "Wee." Oui. I'm, su- I'm surprised. Parlez-vous Spanish? I'm surprised. This is the first time I'm seeing you hmm. accept societal, historical uh, mode models as unchangeable. This is the point that. because it was not used there's no reason it can't be used or transformed today no, it in in It's ancient like, india it was always a always language of elite discourse yeah but so why so, should it be only of elite and why should it be the uh, 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 monopolized by the brahmins and the pandits i'm saying let's break that let's break that why should it be stuck like that it, it there, i remember news track in fact did a story once of a small community and a full family who conversed only in sanskrit So hmm. it was okay. a beautiful story and they they were eating a meal and they were conversing in Sanskrit so it doesn't mean that because it was always like that it has to stay like that i think it could be a great vehicle to actually unify 
the country in terms of all the young people learn Sanskrit, learn it to converse. Much they would use a second language. To, if you learn French, you will confer, converse in French with your fellow students. Because there's a large population who's actually actually already using it, now. Yeah, but we can change. It's a beginning. It's a beginning. And for me to have those uh, those uh, uh, scriptures, the, all the sutras and and Upanishads and everything, all the Vedas available to masses. And it empowers them to read it and say, well, you know, what this guy sitting in front of this, in this temple is telling us is, is just made nonsense. up. Nonsense. <laughs> you were saying, Anand? No, I am saying that uh, Buddha's teachings were in Pali and Prakrit for the same reason that he thought that Sanskrit was inaccessible to masses. Mm. So he democratized religious, uh, he, in any way, Buddhism was not a religion. It was a, he didn't erect mm. it as a religion. Yeah. So he democratized uh, discourse by making it accessible in Pali and Prakrit. And okay. in fact, he demolished the his he hid uh, most strong banner in on the caste system by choosing the uh, other language on hmm. Sanskrit. Okay, I have an email to read, and after that, I would like to know what Madhu asked. Everyone's view on this English being the default, uh, the the language for government schools that Delhi has announced. This is a letter from someone who is a postdoctoral researcher at the European Research Institute of Biology for, of Aging at Netherlands, Eriba. I say so accomplished people my name is Satya Pandey and I'm a subscriber of News Laundry. Kudos to all the work that you are doing. I'm an avid listener of NL Hafta and wish to put my points forward for discussion. You can read both or either one of them depending on the time you have on the podcast. Since your letter is only 399 words, I will read both. Thank you, Satya. And others, please keep your letters to 399 words and the whole thing at least gets read. This is regarding Madhu's point in News Only Hafta 143 about all should compulsory work for two hours in rural areas. I think you said two years. Two years, not two hours. <laughs> Satya, I think I'm the galat Two sanitya. years, not two hours. <laughs> maybe that's why he's supporting you. <laughs> two hours, guys. Two hours will be punched in Or maybe that's a typo. I agree and disagree both with her at the same time. For people who have received subsidized education, perhaps this holds some value. But for privately educated students who have taken study loans, this should not be compulsory. I'm a firm believer of everything in life is incentive driven. Sometimes these incentives can be emotional while most often they are materialistic. As Manisha and Madhu pointed out later that if you really want good doctors to work in rural areas, give them incentives such as better salaries and facilities. Then one might think about it. Also on the same subject, the most popular personalities in our country are actors, cricketers and politicians, not journalists or scientists, sadly. At the same time, these three are the professions which do not require educational qualifications. We can debate on whether professions require educational degrees or not, but perhaps a two-year compulsory rural service... Okay, he knows it's year. Upper typo tha. Compulsory rural service for politicians is not a bad idea before contesting an election. Second, this is regarding standing for the national anthem in cinemas. I totally disagree with this. Firstly, not standing during the anthem in cinemas is as much a disrespect as playing an anthem in cinemas before sleazy films. <laughs> there is a difference between being patriotic and being a nationalist. I wonder whether there is a genetic reason to be patriotic and is there a difference between a patriot and a nationalist? Yeah, I, I believe this was... Uh, who was, I don't know who I'm quoting. Was it a patriot loves his country and a nationalist 
loves his country and hates its people or somewhere no someone had Ramachandra Guha's lecture for the Sunanda Bhandare memorial lecture mm. which he spoke the subject was this nationalism versus jingoism mm. so he has stumbled onto some articles and have attached one which summarizes it beautifully dear listeners you can check out this link uh, of the link is an article titled why we are patriotic it says a patriotism is more about in group love while nationalism is more about out group hatred yes i agree standing up for the anthem is less about including in group love but is more about creating out group hatred towards people who don't stand up in the end uh, all the best to the team keep up the good work thanks satya for your very succinct letter and um, i i get that you knew it was 2 hours and not 2 years and before i come back quickly one more letter on the same issue dr kushwan singh uh, he is a little angry madhu just warning you because <laughs> he's a doctor okay i don't know i've never seen dr rehan angry i always thought docs are the coolest he just grinds his teeth <laughs> <laughs> hello nl team i'm dr kushwan singh and i'm a subscriber makes for a wonderful entry line doesn't it i'm usually busy with work all day and the only time i get to listen to hafta is when the gray area between lying on bed and falling asleep so yeah i sleep listening to you guys i'm sorry about that mr kushwan singh it's not good for you huh it's not i i'll go to sleep listen to podcast that's really? all i do Anyway, coming to the point, there is one panelist whose point of view I I have never been able to understand. That is Madhu. Probably she is a little too intelligent for me. Little too <laughs> intelligent for me. <laughs> Thank. Or a little too high up. Poor fellow. But this high He's up from the ground. He's abusing me with. <laughs> but, but this week, no, no, you'll see why. He's a doctor who has served. But this week, her views were way too disappointing. Let me tell you why. Firstly, ma'am, you suggested a compulsory overworked internship in a hospital like suffering for doctors to know what India is like. Well, surprise, surprise! Internship is compulsory, and every government hospital is overcrowded. I know, I said that because mm. my husband did it. So that's a rite of passage. Mm. About rural service, I'll tell you my story. I'm from Jammu and Kashmir, and we have no compulsory rural service here. But probably because I read a lot of books on ideals and principles, I voluntarily chose to work in the rural areas instead of moving to big cities, going abroad, or higher education like my peers. I chose Uttarakhand as I loved mountains and the health condition there is deplorable. I've worked in the remotest villages, worked at glaciers, and have been the only doctor in a hundred-kilometer radius. I've seen people die because of lack of basic medicines in my hospital. A patient bled to death in front of my eyes. because there were no sutures provided by the government hospital after hospital town after town i saw people die in my hands because i had no medicines imagine what that does to a 24 year old mentally i still feel like an accomplice to their murders and to that the meager salary was never on time there were no senior doctors around so i stopped learning i missed out on higher study so after 2 years of sticking to my ideals i moved to a corporate hospital where i'm paid well on time work and learn with the rest best neurosurgeons in the country provide the best care available to every patient who comes to me and most importantly i'm guilt free i hope everyone understands that doctors are human and not faith healers or magicians if this is what happens to a doctor who was motivated and willing to work in in the rural area willing to work in villages then tell me abhinandan okay he's asking me i'm not for i expect you to understand what i feel why shouldn't i say a big fuck you to everyone <laughs> who advocates compulsory rural service for doctors i think he's asking because he's used the f word and no, i have got no but he's he's forgotten the caveat that we added hmm. the caveat that that i added that you cannot send doctors to rural areas until you build the infrastructure That's and support that. services exactly. you can't demand that they go to to villages and live there for 2 years or even for for a month unless you have systems where there is 
is a pro functioning medical center, medicines available, uh, equipment available, and facilities for the doctors to take their families with so them. So, Dr. Koshal Singh, that Between was a full position. But what I really so like about you... that I said that. That's the most important thing. It cannot work by just sending doctors to, with, to villages with, with nothing. nothing. That That is unfair and wrong. It's, it's actually... Negative. It it puts in a negative. Disincentivizes. Yes, I mean, it, anyway. it, every doctor would have the same same experience that Doctor Singh had. Doctor Singh, uh, you're from my favorite town, Dehradun. That's where you are. So, thank you for your letter. Thank you for your subscription. But uh, sorry, I'll just come back to Anand but on I this. But I have to add one thing uh, that hmm. he said that this experience in Savdarjang for year, from what I hear, of course I didn't do the internship, but what I hear from my husband, he said it was the biggest, even today he says that, that his biggest learning experience of his life was the two years he spent in Savdarjang in, uh, hospital as an intern. And from there he went to a public hospital in, in New York, which was Bellevue, which was known only uh, in a derogatory way as an insane asylum where people who were incurable were sent like in Victorian times, chained to the bars and that kind of thing. And that was his second experience which was another bad public hospital, bad bad in the sense that lack of facilities, lack of everything and from Savdajang he went to that. It was the best learning experience for a doctor to have. Yeah, but I think there's bad and there's bad in the sense that Non-availability like, of medicines and watching patients die, die is unforgivable. Is like here they're overcrowded but there's still you know there's a system yeah. there but no, so, but what happens uh, in Savdarjang Hospital and other public hospitals? Yeah, I've it's seen uh, in in pediatric floors. You know, in even in Gangaram, they've got two babies on the same f in the same bed. One with TB, one with not. One niche meningitis. Four. One pediatrician showed me his records where he has a a, a, a book where a record is kept on the bed is number two, so it's number two A. Number two B, so number two C, number two. No, but four, what I'm saying, Madhu, is, is the it's the same thing that journalists it who is feel. No, no, what I'm saying is the journalists who feel, you know, oppressed in Delhi, that's Delhi. A journalist in Muzaffarnagar is killed. I mean, I I shot a series for that's the Public true. Health Foundation of India. Killed and it not was, noticed. Yeah, it it I I was shooting in you know the rural parts of India. It was a film on uh, maternity care. And I've shot extensively, even as a news track, I've shot at Ames, I've shot at Suffering Hospital, I've shot at all sorts of places. But dude, I shot at some small hospital, primary healthcare in Rajasthan, someplace in Madhya Pradesh. There's like placenta all lying around the ground. I, I was like, dude, I can't even shoot here. There was like, it's a different level dogs, of bad. Dogs running around. Yeah, so I mean, like Suffering is bad, but small town or rural is so bad that it's not even bad. It's like non-existent. So Madhu had asked a question about the Delhi state. Please, Anand, you go first. Yes, it is something that other states have woken up to, like UP. UP in UP, I think from uh, class fifth, sixth, sixth onwards, they have started teaching English. Many chatting spala. now also there uh, there is a provision that they will teach from class one. It is a long-standing demand there. It is. Uh, I have written a piece for it, uh, um, rephrasing the Samajwadi Party slogan that uh, UP ko saath pasand hai, UP ko angreji ka saath pasand hai. Hmm. So, I have written a piece on it. In, on so, just so I'm clear, right now the Delhi state has said that Abhi English becomes a medium from 7th onwards. Do you think onwards. it's a good thing? 
No, judge, what what now? What is the policy change that from seventh onwards? Ke bajaye from first onwards. That's the change. Medium of education. Haan. Abhi tak to ye tha ki Hindi primary language. No, that's the change. Language, haan. Haan. Okay. Also, they will uh, also in UP and perhaps in Delhi, they will develop some English medium schools. Means uh, model schools. Uh, model schools. So we are only see. English. Okay. Ha. So uh, see. Uh, like in UP or even in Delhi, even if uh, um, those schools were not, the poor families were sending children to two-room schools on first floor, where on ground floors footwear and sarees are being sold. And first floor there is a school called Saint Javier's. Hmm. Uh, so right. and and uh, oh, Howard yeah, hmm. uh, Saint Javier's or Saint Michael's and some fancy Cambridge. names. And they taught English. And uh, uh, parents used to send their kids there, and not to the government school, hmm. because they have also realized post liberalization that English is necessary to get them and get their kids job to make uh, in the competitive market. So, uh, and the same group where the Ram Mohan, Lohia, Karpuri Thakur, this, uh, this uh, socialists of 60s, they were uh, very anti-English, anti-computers. Uh, anti-computers in the sense that uh, people like Lalu and uh, Mulayam Singh Mulayam appropriated uh, even anti-technology thing. Mm. So, uh, and uh, Amar Singh said that uh, how that ideological adjustment was made that Gyaneshwar uh, uh, Mishra came out and said that actually Ramona and Lohia was not against big machines. Mm. So, computer is a small machine so we can use it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, that's the beauty of the malleability. So, so uh, that's why Akhileswar's 2012 uh, electoral campaign was all about laptops. And a laptop where the screen saver would be mulayam and, and giving free laptops away. So and it was it was an ideological U-turn <laughs> uh, with that ideological adjustment with the screen saver, which yeah. if you try to delete your machine yeah. would crash. How about that gossip? <coughs> no, no, it would. There was a report on it. Really? If you tried to remove the screen saver and change, the settings were such that that machine would lock. Yeah, so, the same electorate that they wanted to earlier appeal with an anti-English agenda, now that same electorate, the demand from the same electorate is that which you teach us English. So, it's a social churning but to I which they are responding uh, uh, to. Atul, if you could come in, but I think it's easier for AAP to do it because AAP has never been ideologically committed in the sense that, you know, either nationalism or regionalism yeah. or language... So they have a great opportunity of no, taking. No, I was talking bench. about UP. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. In UP, it may be difficult as a polit as as a you know as political rhetoric during an election. UP में और भी एक एक बड़ी दिक्कत ये है कि UP पूरे हिंदी मोमेंट का मतलब आजादी के बाद पूरे हिंदी मोमेंट का लीडर रहा है. इलाहाबाद से पूरा मोमेंट चला पूरा लिटरेचर से लेके सरकारी लैंग्वेज से लेके सारी चीजों को स्टेब्लिश करने में उसका हाथ रहा है तो वो अचानक से हाथ नहीं खींच सकता पुशबैक पॉलिटिकल होस हो सकता नहीं होगा अगर दिस बिकम्स अ मेजर इशू मेजर इशू हाँ अब बात दिल्ली के दिल्ली इन प्रिंसिपल में मुझे लगता है कि अगर पावर की भाषा अंग्रेजी ही है 
तो फिर वो सबको क्यों नहीं अगर वहीं से पढ़ के और ये हमारे सामने का सच है कि अंग्रेजी पढ़ के और हिंदी पढ़ के या किसी भी दूसरी भारतीय भाषा में पढ़े हुए आदमी के बीच में एक स्वाभाविक सा गैप आ जाता है तो अगर कोई सरकार इस दिशा में प्रयास कर रही है तो मुझे लगता है कि बहुत बहुत सही प्रयास है और सबको कोशिश करनी चाहिए इस तरह की ये दुर्भाग्य है कि हम किसी भी चाहे अंग्रेजी ही हमारी भाषा हो टीचिंग की अंग्रेजी मीडियम से ही सबको लेकिन वो एक जो एक एक यूनिफाइड लैंग्वेज एजुकेशन का मीडियम होना चाहिए वो हमारे यहाँ अब तक नहीं हो पाया है हर बोर्ड की अपनी अलग लैंग्वेज है हर बोर्ड का अपना सिलेबस है इतना वेरिएशन है और वो कहीं ना कहीं जो जो सोशल गैप्स है उसको बढ़ावा देता है तो अगर और अंग्रेजी के मामले में हमारे सामने साफ है कि वो आपको अपॉर्चुनिटी बेहतर तो देती ही है तो अगर अरविंद केजरीवाल उस उस दिशा में कोशिश कर रहे हैं तो मुझे लग रहा है कि वो सही कदम है और बाकी सरकारों को भी कोशिश करनी चाहिए या देखना चाहिए उस दिशा में वट इज योर व्यू मधु आई थिंक आई थिंक इज रियली इम्पॉर्टेंट बिकॉज इट इट विल एड द स्टूडेंट्स हुआ ग्रेजुएटिंग फॉर हायर लर्निंग बिकॉज मैनी ऑफ द चिल्ड्रन हु गेट इन थ्रू कोटर्स इन मैनी इंस्टीट्यूट्स Uh, have to come. Have to not catch up on the medium. Have to keep up yeah. because all the all the uh, classes are in in English medium, and suddenly they have to cope with dealing with everything in English. That's an emotional so, drain because they're so bright, but yeah, suddenly they see exactly. themselves lagging behind. Yeah, so that by itself, it's like putting a, a, a an African American kid from the ghetto into Harvard without because you know as you know that their their um, scholastic and IQ tests have been highly debated because. all their tests are based on a white experience exactly and so they've said you can't put the same test to kids growing up in, in african american because it's a different experience so you can't call them stupid because they're unaware of certain cultural norms and cultural uh, concepts and cultural ideas because they've been exposed to a different thing and i think this is part of the thing that a lot of the uh, kids who get in through the quota have to struggle with uh because of the medium and if they are fluent in in the language that they're being taught in right from the beginning i think they'll compete like with the best of them and i think but ek cheez aur abhinandan ye jo cope karne wali baat hai ki achanak se unko samne ek aise alien language aa jati hai aur fir wo usme piche reh jate hain wo to हिंदी के साथ भी है मैं बता रहा हूँ कि हमारी तो लैंग्वेज हिंदी नहीं है हमारा हिंदी तो बेसिकली वेस्टर्न यूपी के एक पर्टिकुलर हिस्से से उठा के स्टैंडर्ड बनाई गई लैंग्वेज है जिसको कि बाद में एक्सेप्टेंस मिली है पिछले 200 सालों की भाषा है नहीं तो हम तो भोजपुरी वाले हैं तो हमारे सामने भी आता है या फिर कोई मैथिल भाषा भाषी है वो अपने पूरी जिंदगी में पैदा होने से लेकर और स्कूल जाने के पहले कदम तक तो वो मैथिल भाषा में बोलता लिखता पढ़ता है तो वो समस्या तो उसको स्टैंडर्ड हिंदी के साथ भी आ सकती है anecdote i'm the anecdote king you know how what uh, atul said that language affinity you know makes social groups you know cling to each other that in, in a workplace or in a college that if you speak the same language you think the same way you laugh at the same jokes and humor is such an important aspect that kind of you know gets people together so i remember this friend of mine his brother had been in the us forever uski waise hi hindi thaki hui thi upar se wahan 10 saal kaat ke to so we gave him a tennis i think i just see photo where and there that in rule was to play tennis you have to wear white he was wearing orange so he wanted to say how does it hurt your eyes what i wear he says aapki aankhon mein chot lag rahi hai agar maine orange pehna hai 
सो दैट गाई लुकट हेम थी मेरी आंखों में चोट चोट क्यों लगेगी मेरी आंखों में लिटरल ट्रांसलेशन एंड इट मेड नो सेंस Detained when he went to cover the demolition of the Katputli Colony, Madhu. I don't know whether you read about this in Delhi. I didn't know he was detained because, as I, as you know, that I got an emergency call yeah. from Rajiv Sethi, their patron mm. saint. I wouldn't mm. call it saint, but his patron, not mm. even patron, his patron artist. Yeah, well, whatever. And uh, it's really the saddest story. It is. It, it is. I remember doing a story on them in cut in uh, news track. It's been that forever. That was in the 90s, and mm. it's forever. They've always been under threat of their uh, homes being destroyed for some builder. Yeah. And it's been going on, and finally, it's happened. Has it? It's. It's. it's I think done. they've no, got no, to stay order. No, it's demolished. Most of the part is demolished. Most. Okay. So now this email is actually from. Um, uh, sir, you haven't written your name. Hello, folks at News Laundry. I have been your. On off subscriber, but I love your content. I felt I should ask you guys if this qualifies as an obstruction of freedom of expression. I posted a comment on the wire, India Japan yen loan Mumbai Ahmedabad bullet train. They wrote an article, and he wrote the comment below that was uh, it wasn't abusive. He it was he says some counterpoints. One, no country is interested in handing out their technology without recovering the cost of research and innovation they have put in. Two, you are ignoring the 1991 balance of payments crisis and ignoring the significant devaluation impact of it. Consequently, overvaluing the currency disadvantage to us. He's made four such points that the bullet train is not such a bad thing, and why I had a piece saying that it's you know a ripoff for India. I posted a comment which was just facts and not loaded or biased. But to my surprise, they took down the comment five times. <laughs> so first of all, that you put it five times back, I'm very impressed with you, and that they deleted it five times. I'm a little disappointed with the wire. But what was offensive about But it? Wow, Nothing. So I, no I don't know. Of course, this gentleman is saying, "I, I hope you're telling the truth because we haven't confirmed with wire." But I'm sure you are. You, you know, our, our subscribers are honest people. You can read the comment in the attachment because he sent a screenshot. It would be awesome if you could discuss in Hafta or some other platform of yours if the wire is intolerant to a counter voice. So well, if they've taken it down without uh, you abusing them or using bad language or instigating uh, riots or being communal, then yes, the wire is guilty. Or the typical trolls who uh, come on News Laundry and any woman's interview, they will talk about her having performed some sexual act. I mean, the vile variety of predictable uh, comments that some leave on on. Uh, and i don't want to say where they are from but i kind of know where they are from uh, what kind of people they from but anyway it uh, starts with o uh, <laughs> no, no. but uh, atul you were saying main ye karta ki jo bhi social media unka handle kar raha hai usko thoda kabhi kabhi hafta bhi sun lena chahiye wo wo yahan pe aane wale jitne comments hain aur emails hain usko sunega to lagega ki democracy thoda zyada honi chahiye delete karne ki wajah my view is that a i think the wire um doesn't have too many counter views like i will not see a piece appreciating modi there, there. so so Never. 
so i i think I, that's a very uh, i think there is a predictability and a sameness mm-hmm. in thought there and there are many such outfits like you know swaraj so people a, go there for a confirmation bias that's yeah, all exactly it's it's a mirror image of swaraj like swaraj will only you know say Sare bad things about log aapas mein ek jagah mil jaye aur fir aapas mein sehmat ho jaye although i must say i like much of their content but i do think this is a serious problem and like this gentleman says any place like that will will not be very appreciative of you know counter pushback whether it's abusive or not uh, but it is not an attack on your freedom of expression is the point i want to make as long as the state is not stopping you from saying what you want to say like we've said read your mail if we want someone else will otherwise you can put it on facebook an attack on freedom of expression in my view is if the state mandates it and makes it illegal if someone doesn't want to listen to you it may be intolerant on their part but it's not an attack on your freedom of expression i hope i've made myself clear anand your view please no is that is clear why is uh, activism uh, masquerading as journalism so that i uh, that is uh, but there was nothing it is uh, an innocuous yeah, article it's very benign uh, comment f- and also japan india bullet train so it is it was adding to the discourse mm. so uh, i think uh, first i thought that he did well that he posted it five times that's very cool because <laughs> because uh, there could be a first time there could be a technical error yeah it could be a glitch yeah but, but, uh, but there, there is uh, a pattern to it so Anyway, what can one say means the social media I, actually the wire reminds me of uh, many delhi intellectuals who get up on a stage and they say the most should we say as my father used to tell me not to call anyone stupid say lack of intelligence or slightly less intelligent so lack of intelligent intellectuals intelligence like intellectuals get on a stage and they speak in such a serious ponderous serious mm. voice and they're talking absolute crap but because <laughs> they said it in this such official that i must insist that this is the way that people Madhu, should there think are three or four people are living of this uh, yeah. and because they say it in that tone and they wear a suit and tie or a kurta pajama and they say it with this really pompous attitude people actually get sucked into respecting them believing them and then we have people like meghnath who are meghnath mm. if i may be presumptuous enough to say so that he says such brilliant um intellectual concepts in this fun jokey regional accent which i totally respect and love uh is not given that kind of respect people might love him hmm. but it's not given the same respect he will respect. not be he will not so, be invited to a seminar so <laughs> i i i would put the wire in that category because coming back to our subject that because it is written in such a ponderous pompous way it's respectable well i think uh, this not that i don't appreciate their work i mean i like the wire i think they have lots of good articles but i think they're kind of guilty of some kind of uh, language one, language um, pomposity so the legacy i think it's not is it does not speak to the janta hmm and one fascinating thing with the serious panelists in the seminar circuit or the lecture circuit is that they 
टॉक विथ एस्थेमेटिक वॉइस मॉड्यूलेशन जैसे कि जैसे कि बात कोई धुएं की खाई खाई से आ रही है एकदम वो लगता है स्मोक फील्ड एक आवाज़ होती है मतलब इंग्लैंड <laughs> in total of 5 years sporadically for education and still when you came back and you hired us you said abe kutte ke bachche kaam kyun nahi kar raha accent is and my whole battle actually when we first started news track it's historical and i wish somebody would would put it down in history books that when i first started news track i was constantly getting calls from marketing department in mumbai saying bombay then saying why don't you get professionals to do Voice your voiceovers over. because they don't sound professional because people were used to seeing sudhir dhar and uh, hearing sudhir dhar and melville de mello speaking in this full british accent all the time and um, and your voiceover the reporters are doing and it and i and i insisted that the reporters do it and my reporters all had regional accents which i respected and wanted to promote that don't change your accent talk like in the language in choice of words and in the accent that you do in normal life to and i fought for it today people don't notice regional accents it mm. is the norm and i think that should be appreciated i think we've discussed this before yeah. when yeah. i've said accent that an italian accent a french Hindi accent considered, considered chic and i think a bihari accent and a tamilian accent a malayalam accent bengong accent whatever maharashtrian i think is as chic as any other accented english एक्सेंट की सिर्फ नहीं बात है मतलब हिंदी में भी बोलने वाले वैसा होता है एक होता है ना कि जैसे कि दम्मा वाला आवाज होता है accents sound nicer than others okay hmm. let's let's be i mean for example if someone comes in an italian accent regina lolo brigida italian theek hai ha ha to theek hai matlab uska accent dekh lo ya doctor i'm in trouble goodness great sofia loren wala ab usme kuch ek baat hai but if someone sofia loren yeah why you saying ma i can't yeah go na koi chinese i'm not big racist guys before you fucking bounce on me i'm just saying i'm not that doesn't do anything for me you know ऐसे हाँ शो मुझे कुछ मज़ा नहीं आया सिमिलरली अगर यहाँ पर कोई एक बंगाली एक्सेंट है गुजराती एक्सेंट स्टार्टली एंड डेयरिंग बट यू नो अजाट एक्सेंट इज नॉट सड़क क्या कर रहा है तो आई एम सिंग सॉरी आई डोंट वॉन्ट टॉक टू यू तो देर इज बेरिट इन द एस्थेटिक्स ऑफ डिफरेंट आई थिंक इज ब्रेन वॉशिंग बिकॉज See I have a friend who was born and brought does up in Bangla sound nicer than tell me a Bangla yes, accent does. doesn't sound okay. nicer Okay so like French sounds better than German Ha huh, exactly okay. exactly All right so now the thing is that I have a friend who uh was born and brought up in England of Indian origin her mother moved over there and she was born and brought up in England she didn't speak, now she speaks Hindi but uh at that time when she came to India she didn't speak Hindi well at all and she fell in love with a uh, a guy who didn't speak a word of English and uh, broken english and he had a bihari accent and still has now he speaks english and he still has a very powerful bihari accent she fell in love with him because she found that accent his accented english was very chic to her 
Yeah, so so it was a lack of brainwashing. An it's an aesthetic. Okay, um, hmm. can we move on? नहीं आनंद जो कह रहे थे वो basically हिंदी में उसको कहते थोड़ी कब्जियत के साथ बोलना मतलब Have I spoken about this anecdote that when I was told from Mumbai uh, office to tell the आज तक people to stop mixing up their shirts and shirts? Sure, yes, you told, I told that, that yes, story. You told that okay. story. So it doesn't bear repeating. <laughs> But you can. We have we we have a few minutes. It's in context. Since it is in context, exactly. it was like I was told that please tell all your Biharis to stop saying sh- mixing shirts and sirs to say sir as sir and sure as sure. So I said shut up. <laughs> I said close to that. I said listen. <laughs> If I say anything, all I will be told is I will resign. So I do not give a seat. The Buddha ko gyan nahi mil raha tha, to Bihar ne gyan diya. Bihariyon ko kon gyan de raha? Nice. So now let's just come to uh, both. I'd like to discuss uh, actually three things I'd like to discuss. One is um, Rajasthan Patrika saying we will not. to any coverage until she withdraws this i think the rest of the yeah. country should support it i think it's amazing what they've done and journalistic fraternity supported it also but how effective will it be is my question so that is one issue the second is this journalist who's been arrested saying because i have a sex cd i don't know what to make of it like i i'm all for you know journalists not being attacked but i'm not sure if sex cd is news and like what the fuck is happening there was it actual blackmailing happening so i mean i don't know about that and the third is a squint journalist who was by delhi police so uh, atul why do you go first on whatever you want to comment on to pehle kisse shuru kiya jab vinod verma se vinod verma se aap bata bhi dijiye darshakon ko those of you who who, who haven't followed hua kya हाँ बेसिकली विनोद वर्मा को रात में तीन बजे उनके घर से पिछले मंडे को पुलिस हाँ बीबीसी के साथ थे वो देशबंधु के साथ सीनियर पोजीशन में थे काफी टाइम तक और अमर उजाला के डिजिटल हेड थे काफी टाइम तक फिलहाल अभी कहीं नहीं थे दो चीजें हैं इसमें एक तो ये है कि जो उनके साथ हुआ वो कितना गड़बड़ है उसमें क्या उसमें क्या गड़बड़ियाँ हुई हैं और दूसरा जो पुलिस ने मतलब और जो जिस आरोप में पुलिस ने पुलिस ने गिरफ्तार किया वो कितना सही कितना गलत है तो छत्तीसगढ़ की पुलिस दिल्ली आके चार बजे सुबह उनको घर से उठा लिया उसने और दिन में चार बजे एफ जो हुई है उस पर अगले बारह घंटे के अंदर मतलब चार बजे आके पुलिस ने उनको घर से गिरफ्तार कर लिया छत्तीसगढ़ से तो एक तो ये है प्रॉब्लम जो कि नॉर्मल जर्नलिस्ट है इसका मतलब हमें कोई स्पेशल राइट्स तो मिले नहीं है कि कोई अलग से राइट्स है ना तो वही राइट्स हैं जो आम नागरिकों के हैं तो नागरिक अधिकारों के हिसाब से ही देखा जाए राइट्स के हिसाब से देखा जाए तो इस केस में पुलिस ने बहुत जो जो जिन चीज़ों को जिस तरीके से उनकी गिरफ्तारी की उसमें बहुत सारी खामियां हैं पुलिस उनको गिरफ्तार करके कोर्ट ले गई और कोर्ट में एक सीडी तक नहीं दिखा पाई उसका कहना था 500 सौ सी है ये है वो है तमाम चीज़ें है ना तो इस तरह से दूसरा चीज ये है कि ये बात सामने आई कि उनके पास एक सेक्स सीडी थी अब सेक्स सीडी कोई खबर नहीं है किसी की पर्सनल उसकी चीज मेरे पास पड़ी अच्छा ये रखना अपराध भी नहीं है तमाम लोगों के पास कुछ पोन क्लिप्स कुछ भी हो सकता है तो वो अपराध भी नहीं है है ना लेकिन अब क्या वो उसको करना चाहते थे अब एकदम यहाँ पे दूसरी कहानी सामने आती है कि एक तीसरे आदमी ने बिना किसी का नाम लिए एक एफ दर्ज कराई कि इनके खिलाफ मेरे आका को इन्होंने धमकी दी है 
आका का नाम भी नहीं दर्ज है एफ आई आर में तो अब उस अनोन नाम के आधार पे किसी तीसरे आदमी ने एफ आई आर दर्ज कराई और एक जर्नलिस्ट को एक पुराने जर्नलिस्ट को सीनियर जर्नलिस्ट को जो कि एडिटर्स गिल्ड का मेंबर है उसको गिरफ्तार कर लिया पुलिस ने आके विनोद में तो पुलिस के कामकाज में तो तमाम खामियां हैं जो दिख गई कि ना तो एक सीडी उसने प्रमोट वो किया एफआईआर के 12 घंटे के अंदर में गिरफ्तारी छत्तीसगढ़ रायपुर से दिल्ली आके कर You know, somehow recorded having sex. हाँ अब वो ये कि वहां से अगर उनके पास सी डी थी उसका कोई पोलिटिकल मोटिव था जो कि सामने आ रहा है ये भी है कि उनके वो बीजेपी कांग्रेस पार्टी के लिए कंसल्टेंट का काम कर रहे थे विनोद वर्मा अब लेकिन ये सब चीजें स्टेब्लिश नहीं है केवल कही सुनी जा रही है विनोद वर्मा ने खुद एक्सेप्ट किया है कि जो वहां के कांग्रेस प्रेसिडेंट है You know, opposition to a crime is worrying. तो वही मैंने कहा कि जो नागरिक अधिकार है सामान्य सबको मिले हुए हैं उन्हीं के आधार पर देखा जाए तो विनोद वर्मा के साथ जो छत्तीसगढ़ ने पुलिस ने किया वो बहुत गलत है और वो पूरी तरह से तमाम चीज और छत्तीसगढ़ पुलिस का तमाम रिकॉर्ड रहा इस तरह के एंड दैट है does not make eyebrows shoot up or jaws drop open is in my view even more worrying um, and you know we were talking about arrogance hmm. uh, of political parties or members of a, of a political party in power and i think these kind of misguided um actions like what's happened to this vinod mera and also the rajasthan ordinance, the ordinance uh, yeah. smacks of that that they think they can get away with it Hmm. and that's and i think that uh, i i do believe it's important for all news organizations to support rajasthan patrika in this anand your views नथिंग टू एड ओके एक चीज और इसमें कहना था मुझे अभिनंदन जो मधु ने कहा कि पॉलिटिकल पावर किस तरह से अभी जो एक वीडियो आया है बीजेपी का गुजरात कैंपेन से जो उसका एक पूरा सब्सटेंशियल चंक है केवल जो कि जर्नलिस्टों को मतलब शराब नहीं पिलाता मोदी तुमको विदेश नहीं घुमाता मोदी तुमको घर नहीं देता तुमको फ्लैट नहीं बांटता तो ये अब सोचिए कि कितनी मिसप्लेस प्रायोरिटी है कि उनके पास अटैक करने के लिए कोई अपोजिशन नहीं है उनके पास कांग्रेस नहीं है उनके पास और कोई पॉलिटिकल पार्टी अपनी लड़ाई पॉलिटिकल पार्टी से नहीं लड़ रही है इलेक्शन में मीडिया से लड़ रही है कितना कितना बढ़िया एड है इन टर्म्स ऑफ प्रोपागैंडा इतनी ब्रिलियंटली आप देख सकते जैसे आप देख रहे हो योर माइंड इज बींग मेनिपुलेटेड एज यू वॉच It is a brilliant piece of propaganda. I don't hmm. know who's responsible. BJP cell नहीं उसको officially release किया तो बहुत बढ़िया idea है and uh, to actually twist people's brains yeah. into like whatever negative thing you might hear or read about the BJP, don't trust it because yeah. these journalists are all bikau. Yeah, and you know, uh, and I think it's also an excellent example of we were discussing earlier about um, Rahul's turnaround. of like making a virtue of something that is not necessarily virtuous whether it was being reclusive or whether it is being aggressive or whether it is making a joke of piddi the dog or whatever it is a very large chunk of that 
is making a virtue of the fact that he doesn't have family. Now, I'm not sitting on judgment whether it's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, I mean, I'm someone who, as long as my mom's alive, will live with me. It's a non-negotiable. Maybe that's why I'm single. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, no, but for me, that you cannot use that as a political virtue that he lives alone, no one in his family has even seen the inside of an aircraft, then dude, you're really messed up. Or your family is just really lazy. I mean, that's not a virtue. That's You cannot make that a virtue in a political campaign. I find that really disturbing. Dude, that and what I find more culture. disturbing is that will be taken as a virtue. No, but that goes back to our culture that many of our bachelor ministers or chief ministers or people in power who have been bachelors... Um, and who are, do not have an official or even unofficial association with uh, an, uh, a woman, it's people view that as they uh, don't see um, they don't see, be, they don't see beyond that. They don't see why is he a brahmachari? Yeah. What are the goings on on the side? That is all. Nobody is going to private voice. No, but just I, I just found that. In just distasteful, what you know, the kind of things that they yeah. tom tommed as his uh, family's no, the whole poverty, thing was very frightening. as something that's really good. It's, I mean, I don't know. Uh, that, I don't that kind of su- such powerful propaganda scares scares you. Uh, two things that uh, it would not have been possible in an age where uh, media had not lost its uh, credibility a bit, and they are capitalizing on uh, the crisis of. Uh, credibility in media so first thing second that yes uh, uh, now asceticism frugality uh, sannyas dharm now th- these are uh, something which uh, have been used to draw p- political capital whether it was with atal vihari Vajpayee or even nitish kumar though he, he is a widower Hmm. Um, now he projects I mean, his party projects it like uh, he has no family and he lives a very simple life hmm. the image projection right. uh, like uh, someone frugal ascetic now that is used to drop political capital because of the Indian psyche of negation negation that you don't do this you don't drink you don't smoke you don't humanize you are a good person if even if you don't do any good thing hmm. so yeah well i think that is more universal i think that if you don't smoke like obama had to be really careful about ever Not acknowledging that he smoking in public but but to say that his whole family is so poor then since you are the most privileged of your family your mother should be living with you i mean you, you see i, I I understand that I should not be commenting on his no, family and why scene. Why are they so poor? But if why you're using, taking advantage if you're using that as a political offering. propaganda tool, then you have opened the floodgates for me to ask you that question. I mean, ordinarily, I wouldn't say, you know, whether your mother lives with you or not. But if your entire campaign is about they are so poor, but then then you are burdening them with your mother as well, then get your mother to live with you. I mean, I don't understand. Like, I, it just it made me cringe. And, and this whole thing of attacking the media, it's so Trump-like. And I don't see why you have to do it because I find people who do that are that they have nothing else to Tom Tom. You know, Trump has nothing to talk about, so he'll keep attacking the media. I think the party should have enough. And in Atalji's case, I think the whole world and their niece and nephew knew that Atalji was a Rangin Mizaj man. It Even was no official, secret. No, he, no, was not, he never hid anything. He never he hid. Never so hid. everyone knew. So he was not 
projected as dekho ye sanyasi kar raha hai but because he was, was so very a, cool atal, and atal, 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 he was so attractive in so many other ways yeah. so he could use that to attract you modi has nothing else that's attractive about him that's what i find i mean no i think there's a lot that people are attracted atal ji ka bahut famous quote tha ki main shaadi shuda nahi hu par kuwara nahi hu really he himself said nice who said atal ji atal ji Atal ji very early in the game when a journalist asked him a question about his personal life he said you ask me anything about politics i will not answer any question on my personal life and he drew the line there mm. that was it and so i think that that i think personal life should be respected but um i think there is in narendra modi's personality a lot that people would admire in india uh, one his work schedule his work ethics his um now the work schedule kisne dekha hai अनिल अंबानी भी बोलते थे व्हेन द गोइंग वाज गुड इन द बूम इयर्स व्हेन एवरी गधा वाज कंसीडर्ड अ जीनियस फ्रॉम विजय माल्या टू अनिल अंबानी हुज यू नो पावर प्लांट डेट नॉट इवन मेक वन गीगाबाइट ऑफ पावर एंड इज वाज बीइंग वैल्यूड एट आई डोंट नो व्हाट मैराथन मैन ही रन्स 48 किलोमीटर्स ही वेक्स अप एट 4 ही डज दिस क्या हुआ आज तक मैंने उसको मैराथन भाग तो नहीं देखा जब बॉम्बे मैराथन हुई ओ ही इज ओनली फिनिशिंग इन सेवन किलोमीटर दिखाओ 41 किलोमीटर भाग के दिखाओ ये जो है ना बड़े लोग ये कुछ भी पेल देते हैं और लोग खरीद देते तू भाग के तो दिखा मैं मतलब बारह बजे तक काम करता है वेरी गुड बट ही वॉज नॉट एज बिग जीनियस एंड नाइ दॉज विजय माल्या सो ऑनेस्टली Pardon me if I don't believe that Mr. Modi wakes up at four and goes to sleep at twelve and is working nineteen hours a day. It is not humanly possible. And if he is, then his decision-making capacity is seriously compromised because sleep is imperative. No, workaholism is a disease. So uh, that is one. Workaholic people are not normal people. So uh, uh, in any way, my whole family is doomed. So, <laughs> so uh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, now, Atal, we are watching by in 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 uh, Vinod Mehta's Lucknow boy. Mm. Uh, now, uh, Mehta edited Debonair, which was a porn magazine, and uh, Vajpayee he quotes Vajpayee as saying that ki apka magazine to acha hai, lekin gadde ke niche rakhna padta hai. Niche rakhna padta hai. Yes. Uh, or and in early 1970s uh, when the struggle for control of jansang was there now there was the leader i am forgetting his name he was the contender and balraj madhok ha balraj madhok and he was uh, impressing rss which controlled jansang that uh, mr vajpay is kuch shivpan karte hain so and uh, he had that image from this cop who was found cheating um you can read anand's piece on it hmm. um the link is below but anand just your quick view on it and then you know we'll come to um the love jihad case and we can wind up with that feminist list being taken down uh, yeah you're saying that is a natural kind of unsurprising you have read it what i'm saying is that is that the uh the premium on cheating is too high means the attraction of cheating whether in 
marriage, business and work is uh, similarly the incentives for it are too high as in exam. Now in, in India where education has been reduced to cracking some competitive examinations and education is nothing means this uh, is just like you devise some tricks to crack an exam. Hmm. So a natural e extension of it is though a risky one but it's a natural extension that why Push not cheat the boundary of the uh, trick. why not cheat if if it is all about cracking an examination and uh, change your class from a nobody you are a commissioner you are, uh, you are among the city's elite or something or a district collector or something so uh, it's a natural extent. So we should not be surprised that an IPS official had been caught cheating. It was waiting to happen. Uh, so uh, that is as now people have also expressed uh, and this uh, means uh, in 2013 uh, UPSC uh, following on the recommendations of second administrative commission's fourth report introduced an ethics paper. Now people are pointing out that this man when he got this IPS, topped in he the topped ethics the ethics, paper. ethics paper. Now it is it was anyway an absurd to test someone's ethics in a written exam. exam. Mm. So I said that it was UPS's ways uh, way of showing its sense of humor. <laughs> so uh, so uh, uh, also uh, it 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 had same utility as that of a minister taking oath. Sure. So <laughs> that's uh, what. What value it is, so uh, that is, and uh, then uh, there are other points I have dwelled on in the piece. Yeah, so you can read yeah. the piece. Yeah. Um, so, um, if you have anything else to talk about, please let me know. Madhu, you know, we discussed that list last week, mm. which was uh, Rhea Sarkar is the Rhea Sarkar. girl's name, right? Now that's been taken down. Yeah. And I know uh, Manisha had a view on it. She says, you know, why not? Why do, do the women have to be so careful? Uh, and, and Anand was, you know, mm. also. I also was uh, supportive of it. List. But on Deepan second wrote a thought. Piece also endorsing uh, the list. Endorsing it. But on second thought, I do feel that um, if you're going to put a name, you should also put the accuser and some evidence. Just to put a list of names where anybody's name can be put there is unfair. Now, you know, I had actually reserved my... I did not, if you remember, articulate any view or opinion on this because I honestly didn't really have an opinion one way or the other. I, I, it made me a little uncomfortable, but, you know, your question is it making you uncomfortable because you're a guy and you're thinking like a guy. Uh, you're not thinking as a victim, you're always thinking as an aggressor. So I kind of shut my mouth, luckily. But I did think at that time irrespective of what I th whether I think it's a good thing or a bad thing, and I had articulated this to uh, Shibesh, the co-writer of our constitution upstairs we were discussing, I said this will actually do more damage to the cause than good, irrespective of whether I think it's a good thing or not, because it's a question of time before another such list is going to come out, and then anyone's name is going to be that, and then by the end of it, they'll say are, these lists are useless. How do you know that? It will become... Crying wolf. Basically, it the seriousness of it will go. No, but I, so I think, I, just I think the that happened because another bill list has come after that, which has a whole bunch of other people, and then you hear things that. But there has to be evidence. There has to be See, evidence. There may not be evidence. I mean, I don't know but about that. At least that. an incident that on such and such date, but, just mm. this much, just two lines, on such and such date, in this area, in this room, I was sexually molested or I was harassed over a period from this time to this time while I was writing my PhD thesis. Kuch to likho. Just putting names. Just like that, you can put any ra anyone's names. I think that's irresponsible. Hmm. 
you're yeah. supposed to speak out na so if you're going to speak out you have to put your name to it also meri baat bhi hui thi halaki aisa masla hai ki turant hi iske khilaf kuch bolne par aapko istri virodhi ya aisa feminist ghoshit kar diya jayega fir bhi hum main abhinandan se hi baat kar raha tha do teen din pehle hum log to कुछ चीज़ें हैं जो कि इसमें बहुत प्रॉब्लमेटिक है एक तो यही कि मतलब जितने कैजुअल तरीके से रैंडम तरीके से किसी का नाम पुट कर देना वहाँ पे तो बहुत संभव है कि कुछ बहुत दीगर वजहों से बहुत किसी और वजहों से भी किसी का नाम इस तरह से कर दिया जाए क्योंकि आपको वहाँ पे ना कोई प्रूफ देना है ना कुछ करना है जो कि अभी मधु कह रही थी दूसरी चीज़ इसका मुझे नतीजा मतलब एक नुकसान जो लगता है वो बड़ा ये हो सकता है बाद में मतलब इसका कि इस तरह की स्थिति में अगर और मैं इसका भोगी हूँ मतलब विक्टिम भी हूँ एक तरह से मैंने देखा है ऐसा होते हुए तो उसमें बहुत संभव है कि जहाँ जहाँ पे भी मेल डोमिनेटेड बॉस मेल बॉस हैं या ऑफिसर्स हैं बहुत सारी जहाँ अपॉर्चुनिटीज़ हैं नहीं उन सब जगहों पे इस सब के बाद क्योंकि टेक्नोलॉजी किस रूप में अचानक से एक लिस्ट के रूप में आपको एक मौका दे गई तो आपने कुछ भी कर दिया वैसी स्थिति में नई लड़कियों को नए लोगों को काम के लिए बहुत दूसरे तरह के संकट झेलने पड़ेंगे जो हो सकता है कि बॉसेस जो हों वो एकदम से जो ठीक ठाक लोग हों या थोड़ा सा जिनके अंदर इन चीज़ों को लेके एक डर हो या आँखों की शर्म हो या जो भी कहिए या इस तरह की चीज़ वो फिर उनको एकदम अवॉइड करने लगेंगे तो लड़कियों को सोशल कॉन्टेक्स दैट दिस लिस्ट केम अपन विच इज हाईली the odds are stacked against the woman so on that i don't think it's unfair in the larger picture i i do see a fairly rational view that why should the burden always be on the woman because she's bearing the burden of a lot of other things in society so i get that my limited thing is that it there'll be copycat list and by the end of it n- no list will matter that's the only thing anand yes no that is there that uh, ascendants advocates professors to a lesser degree uh, and a lot of other professionals uh, think twice before now hiring a women employee mm. uh, because of this uh, fear mm. of harassment not not that they are saints but they are insecure yes. so mm. uh, second is that uh, but this is not about to uh, only women harassment it is about what kind of women encourage this professors to harass other women what what kind of women encouraged these professors to harass other was women? that part of this narrative no what i'm saying mm. is uh, let me come to the point mm. this sounds frightening mm. no see mm. oh, no the point i am making is that th- some research students I have seen it from close quarters I have discussed it earlier mm. some research students some female research students compromise very easily and they get teaching positions a central government job you discuss this last no, I've seen that in journalism also uh-huh. we discussed so, central it last time. Time. we discussed women this last so, they, they, so these women victims it happens uh, these women victims uh, so uh, what you're saying is the yeah. ones who are genuine victims yes, are also casualties so of that, that environment is being encouraged by okay. and it, and and uh, as i said there uh, it, it would be uh, means uh, 
controversial to say in these uh, politically correct times, but uh, you see there is an inverse sexism in university. So male research students are at a disadvantage because oh, oh, means in crude terms they said that we have everything, but one thing that we don't have is To counter that, <laughs> I'm not talking so, about uh, universities, but <laughs> I know in journalism, uh, very often women are left out of a lot of things because they cannot booze with the boys. Okay, mm. so say a bunch of correspondence reporters, the editor, the chief editor, after work they'll go to a bar and they'll have drinks and mm. they'll enjoy themselves and there's black back slapping and they haven't so you, you lose out in on a that clubby, a club kind of atmosphere. Oh, very true. And and uh, women are left out of that, and so the men are advancing their uh, prospects with the chief editor, with a kind of bonhomie and and friendship and uh, a kind of uh, you know locker room talk and everything sub, and they become close. Whereas the women cannot hope to do that. That's true. So, I mean, it works both ways. It yeah. cuts both ways. Yeah. I think that's a but good the point. point was limited to universities. Sure. So, um, you know, I have one more email which I'll read and then I'll wind up. I have not been able to read. You guys have started writing so many mails. We've read them. I'm sorry I can't read many of them out because some of them are so long. So, um, this is from last week. Sheikh Ahmed, Mustache versus Kao, NL Hafta, Twitter. He has a lot of critique and criticism he's very unhappy with uh, Anand Ranganathan uh, take on many of the things then and it's a really long I think it's like over a thousand words then there is a fan message by Jefferson Simpson um, this is also from last week what about the first guy's critique there must be something he's criticized it's actually many things we can discuss when Ranganathan is here yeah but no I think it'll be too old by then it's basically regarding I mean, it's different, different things. It's basically hafta. It's one, something about our discussion. It's something about the stories. So, like, five different points. And they're all really long. Then there is a fan message by Jefferson Simpson who says that, you know, he's spoken about another website called The Information which has a similar model to ours. And he's asked us to check us out. Thanks, I can't read your entire mail. But he's articulated his opinion on Rahul Gandhi who's changed a lot, which we discussed today. Thanks, Jefferson, for your mail. And then Mayank has also written, uh, he had spoke, He had called up actually once earlier, he wanted to help out with the tech. Thanks, I remember you. And Mayank has actually written about, you remember we had the discussion on Deb, this boy from overseas who says, when I come back, should I argue with my family or should I just listen mm. to their... Yeah, yeah. So he says, recently had a mail from Deb, which I could relate to very deeply. I have been living out of Delhi, my birthplace over, over a decade. I go through the same conversation that Deb went through. To answer up with Anand, yes, I'm a fighter. So we have a lot of quarrels at home. So he's, you know, he's articulating uh, his his view on that. And he's gone on to talk about a lot of other stuff. Clothesline. He said, I should not cut off people so much. And then he has many other inputs for all of us. So guys, there's a lot of email. Nikhil Mehnan, I have your email here. Uh, this is a critique of both the Anands. So I'll let you read this Anand later. So these mails will be read by the people. Guys, but I can't read all these out. Otherwise, we won't have anything to say. So let's from now on take the word count to 400 per mail. Because we're getting so many, so we can include more. Is that okay, dear listeners? Please keep it to 400. Because you want to read more mails, but there's just so many coming in. But thanks again, panel. Please keep your suggestions on standby. The song, predictably, what we are going to be ending with this time, is Vande Matram. Exactly. Because it had to be. Because <laughs> those of you who saw what has been happening. Anand Matka original version. Okay, we will play that. But 
अब हर चैनल पे लाइक सुधीर वॉज सेंग एन डी टी वी ऑल्सो आमिर रजा हुसैन रिसाइटेड राकेश सिन्हा क्यों नहीं गाए आई एम श्योर ही नोज इट हाँ राकेश सिन्हा को ने अवॉइड किया जो कि हम लोग बात कर रहे थे कि अगर स्मार्ट पॉलिटिशियन होगा तो नहीं गाएगा क्योंकि वो बहुत मुश्किल है गाना आमिर रजा ने कोशिश की आमिर रजा के का प्रोनाउंसिएशन सही था पर आमिर रजा ने पहले स्टेंजा के लाइन दूसरे स्टेंजा में घुसा दिया उधर के ऊपर नीचे कर दिया सो डू लिसन टू दिस एंड इफ यू वॉन्ट टू डिस्कस द National anthem, you should know the national anthem. If you want to discuss the national song, you should know the national song. आनंद जस्ट वन देर इज अ प्रोफाइल ऑफ अब्दुल करीम तेलगी Hmm. who passed away uh, last month or two months back so uh, in a scroll it's a, a well written profile i was particularly impressed by the fact that he was thrown out of his first two jobs because of lethargy and laziness <laughs> so so he is my current favorite now <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, your uh, so that's on scroll you said yes okay aapka sir मैं एक आज इंडियन एक्सप्रेस में प्रताप भानु मेहता ने ऑपरेट एडिटोरियल लिखा है इसमें सौ साल बॉल्सेविक रिवॉल्यूशन के तो बहुत इंटरेस्टिंग है उसको इसका लिंक डाल सकते हैं ओके द लिंक इज बिलो थैंक यू मधु You don't have a recommendation this week. I don't know. I've Then been give in... some life advice. कुछ ज्ञान नहीं देता. Of okay. course. Okay. 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 Whenever I don't read and come, मैं तो कुछ ज्ञान नहीं देता हूँ ना. अच्छा, but I've been reading, but not something that I can recommend here. Um, oh, okay. Because they're all different kind of stuff, fiction and all. Um, yes, I do have an advice. Hmm. Um, health advice. Okay. Which is I've been I'm starting to follow this guy, which you can Google and you'll get. He's called Wim Hof, the breathing technique. Okay. W i m h o f. and is very simple you breathe deeply for 30 times in and out and then you hold your breath for as long as you can and you do that 3 times so you breathe in and out 3 30 times and then you hold your breath for as long as you can can and that is a cycle of 3 times hmm. and after that you take an ice cold bath which i've been doing what happens then it builds up your metabolism your immunity you f- you, you all yours it's supposed to like do you get pneumonia No, I've been okay. doing it, f- and and I feel wonderful. Okay, I can't handle the cold. It it, it uh, increases your concentration. Uh, physically, you feel peppier, better. Aches and pains helps everything. So let me get this again. Thirty times deep breathing in and out, then three you times down, hold your breath. You lie down or sit in a meditation position. Deep breathing in and out, like really deep, like like that. Hmm. Thirty times. Mm. Then you hold your breath for as long as you can. Once. And if you're counting your breath mm. of how long you're holding it, mm. you'll see that the third time you can hold it for up to three minutes. 
Okay, and then you quickly go in. No, and if you can, hmm. you can at any time, but have a cold bath. Cold water shower. Take. Chalo. And he's known as. Try karunga. Madhu, mujhe pneumonia ho gaya, to main dalta hoon. Wim Hof is known as a ice ice man because he climbed the Everest wearing only shoes and a kacha. Dude, he could not be sane. Yeah, he, he people think he's not, okay, but then I he might is, not try this. He's then. done <laughs> clinical trials. Hospitals have done clinic clinical trials with people, uh, a group of ten men who um, went through his regimen, and ten men who didn't, and the all twenty were in in infected with an E. coli bacteria, hmm. and his ten men did not get any symptoms or did not get sick, while the other ten did. Okay. Well, it's I a yogic technique actually, which he's made into a his own. You know, he's stolen it from. A spa bhi mila diya, usne yoga yeah. bhi mila diya. <laughs> okay, now I have a very counterintuitive kind of um, recommendation this time, because I keep recommending podcasts. Okay, so someone actually on Twitter sent this to me. It's from the Cut, and. Uh, It says I listen to 35 hours of podcasts every week. Is that bad? And it's a longish write-up on what that's doing to your brain. I don't quite agree with this lady. What I is it doing to its, to the brain? Basically, you basically forget what it's brain. like to be silent because I go to sleep with the sound of podcast. There's there's no silences in your life and thing in the head all. The it's time. all the time. So, so I I think I, you should uh, heed that advice. Okay. I mean, I I read it. So Silence I, is important. I'm I'm. Sure, I, I listen to your breath. Do Wim Hof breathing with without thinking, just watching your breath. And then cold water is enough. Chalo, ji, ye bhi try karenge. If I'm not here next week, you know I have pneumonia, and then Madhu can handle the hafta. Not recommended for um, pregnant women and women and and anyone with uh, so heart heart then. problems. Okay, ठीक है. So thank you for joining us do subscribe write in with your comments leave your abuse on the twitter timelines uh, thank you for subscribing those of you who have and the mufat course do subscribe support independent media goodbye all the news laundry podcasts are available on stitcher itunes and any other podcast platform please subscribe to news laundry help us keep news independent to catch all our podcasts on news pop culture current affairs and sport visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel